got a special edition of Brick House tonight. We've almost cracked the top 10 in our NBA preview for the 2015-16 season. We've gone all the way to uh, New Orleans, where we're joined with the Pelicans, the number 11 team in our breakdown, 7th in the Western Conference, and we have some special guests, along with our, our running co-host, Matt Baker. He's here tonight, of course. Hey, I'm Matt Baker. We've also... <laughs> I told him this. That's a that's a written line. Uh, also joining us tonight is Matt's brother, Adam Baker. Hey, I'm Adam Baker. <laughs> and uh, and Bjorn as well. Also came in on a flight from Phoenix. Came straight here to break down the New Orleans Pelicans for us. Hey, I'm not a Baker. <laughs> we got the Baker boys here, and the not a Baker boy. Boom. Oh, so. Where where are the New Orleans Pelicans? How can I how can I explain them to uh, to people that don't know basketball or, or people that do? I think of the the Pelicans as pretty much the Matrix. Anthony Davis is Neo. If we've ever seen a guy you know designed to play and dominate basketball, it's like the Pelicans were just jacking off to lines of code going across the screen before he got here. And then, you know, he immediately showed up and has freaking unibrow, which no one gives him shit for. And, you know, he can stop bullets. It's Ben Spoons. Kill Mr. Smith. You know, after after I was thinking about this, the, the last team we broke down was the Wizards, and I compared them to Point Break. I thought maybe for the top ten we could just compare them <laughs> Keanu to Keanu Reeves' movies. Um, we just need to start writing them down. I don't know who's my own private Idaho. Maybe the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see who uh, John Wick. Who's the John, John Wick? John Wick. Yeah, that's probably Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I also considered you know Space Jam because it's like a guy who comes down and uh, you know helps the team, but it's helping the team win at basketball, which I thought was. I, I don't even think that's a metaphor. It's just like, <laughs> that's, just, that's just what it is. <laughs> It's you know instead of Bugs Bunny, it's Tyree Evans, which is also kind of similar. He's more like Taz or something, I think. <laughs> Taz, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's it. That's Neo. That's AD. The Western Conference, though, we've we've, we've been breaking down these teams, and uh, one segment we did to honor the the collective shittiness of the play, teams that can't make the playoffs, and it was collective. Yeah, I mean, everyone we played their part. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we broke down and we looked at the seven teams that we said aren't going to make the playoffs. And the NBA is really a participation trophy sort of league where over half the teams make these playoffs every year. So you got to be pretty bad. And it turns out not have a lot of good players to not make the team. However, the West is much more stacked than the East. I think we had Avery Bradley starting on our team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, it was it definitely was... a tough call between Bradley and Oladipo. <laughs> it was a pretty pathetic lineup. You went Bradley over Oladipo? I think I went Oladipo. Oh, he I... went Oladipo. I actually went with Joe Johnson, but I was just going for uh, you know highest paid players. Just for... <laughs> I felt more like Mikhail Prokhorov with that pick. I just wanted to show off like how expensive my Rolex was. You know? So I asked Matt to break down his starting five, six man and coach, and Adam and Bjorn will be here. They don't have to pick, so they don't have to deal with any sort of scrutiny. They can just criticize ours uh, or applaud it, I suppose. Matt, why don't you take it away? Okay, at point guard, pretty easy. I think it's Lillard for both of us, right? Damian Lillard, yeah. 
I, I totally agree. Uh, my next backup I, I had was Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, I, I had a few of those. I, I, it really wasn't even close, though, on who point guard would be. Yeah, it's pretty good. What about two guard, though? Because I, I, the one reason I doubted Damian Lillard was the idea of pairing him with the guy I chose. With Kobe? With, exactly. Yeah, that's who I picked. It's Kobe. like, uh, yeah, two Kobe and Kobe Jr. Uh, <laughs> played on the perimeter. Yeah. Seems like possibly pretty volatile accommodation. Yeah, but I mean, we, there's only one way to find out. At small forward, I had Wiggins. Wiggins, wow, we are totally in... Uh, and synchronicity here tonight. Yeah, power forward. Full disclosure on this, I just changed it like five minutes ago when we talked about. I didn't look at the Mavericks roster, so I'm putting Dirk in there. I had KG because I wanted old man ball, but it's Dirk. I'm going with Dirk. <laughs> yeah, Dirk. I I told you that you had the, the yeah. opportunity to choose from the Mavericks because uh, we put the Jazz in at the eighth spot in the East or in the West. That may prove to be wrong. Bjorn thinks that's a wrong prediction. I just don't think the Jazz are that good. You think Mavs aren't terrible. Yeah, well, the backup I had behind Kobe is possibly starting at two-guard would have been Wes Matthews. I think he, he he's really good, in my opinion. He's a very good shooting guard. He very definitely good. plays more defense than Kobe and Lillard do at this point. Yeah. yeah. At least before his injury. And, uh, well, I think the center was another no-brainer, too. What did you pick? DeMarcus. DeMarcus. Who did you pick? Did you pick Dirk as your four? Dirk was my four. So we well. have the same starting lineup. We have the exact same starting lineup. Okay. Pretty clear. My backup is actually the guy I ended up choosing for sixth man was uh, Carl Anthony Towns. That's my sixth man also. <laughs> it says it right here. It's, you know, there's a reason we uh, decided to build this brick house together. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your coach? Coach, I put uh, Jim Carrey. I mean, Rick Carlisle. Oh, I had, I had Jeff Hornacek. <laughs> yeah, you texted me that. I thought maybe you were... You were kidding. <laughs> but you did forget about the Mavs. But I did. Uh, honestly, so. I probably would have picked Carlisle if I didn't forget about the Mavs. But I guess we can't be the same exact. That would make for very uncompelling podcasting. Yeah, I thought I It's might. the Bob and Matt, we agree on everything hour. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we uh, we destroyed that, that segment. Previously on the New Orleans Pelicans. Last year was the first time they made the playoffs since 2011. Uh, and they got swept by the Warriors. They got swept. They blew a 20-point fourth-quarter lead. Yeah, that was crazy. Two. So they've only made it past the first round in New Orleans once. They this is their thir- Last year was their 13th year in New Orleans, believe it or not. That's crazy. What? Yeah. Yeah, they got to New Orleans in 2002, 2003. They were right. the Hornets. And they've only made it out of the playoffs once. So the past few years, obviously, have been the Anthony Davis. We're okay with rebuilding with Anthony Davis years. I think making I think making the playoffs in your third year of the Anthony Davis rebuilding project is pretty good. Don't um, tell that to Monty Williams. Yeah, that's true. He got fired. <laughs> and they promised that if he made the playoffs, he would keep his job. Yeah, that was a joke. Like, I just don't. That was, I, I thought that was messed up. Personally. It pretty much came down to that Anthony Davis thirty-five foot buzzer beater over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Durant and Westbrook. So yeah, they, them for the last seed. They made it. They made it to the playoffs two of the five years under Monty Williams. But now they have Alvin Gentry. Two years ago, they won 34, which was the seven-game improvement over the previous year. Last year, they won 45, which was an 11-game improvement. It helps to have Neo on your team. Yeah, yeah, because he is the he is the one who can enter the matrix and control everything. <laughs> that's basically how we got to this point, Anthony Davis. That's how we got to where we are. Oh, I thought it was Omer Ashik. 
Oh yeah, Omar Asik. Yeah, I forgot. He's that. He's he's the real. Or Tyreek. Yeah. Pelicans also owns the New Orleans Saints. His name is Tom Benson. He's 88 years old. He made his money first through car dealerships. Actually, he he moved to Louisiana and got a job at a car dealership. Worked so hard, ended up getting 25% stake in it as a payment. And three or four years later, it was Tom Benson Chevrolet. And And that's 1960s money, Bob. Yeah, took the money and invested in some banks. He's now the richest man in Louisiana. He said he owns the Saints, too. I wanted to uh, mention, actually, some some names that came up. You know, the Pelicans is a rather strange name, strange choice for uh, a professional team. It is the Louisiana State Bird. Pelican will mess you up, bro. Don't mess with them. Yeah, that's that was funny. They released a bunch of like YouTube videos of pelicans like tearing apart uh, fish know, and six stuff. Six pack rings. Yeah, pelicans oh, yeah. are legit. They're a fierce <laughs> animal. Yeah, he. Well, anyways, yeah, he. The team. The the name that was second from what I heard was the New Orleans Voodoo. They actually even had the the logo design and everything. It was the Voodoo doll, some pins sticking in it. But uh, we're afraid of justifiably so afraid of offending anyone's you know religion bad juju yeah you know they see what's going bad on voodoo. With the washington football team bad voodoo <laughs> uh benson bought the pelicans from the nba the nba owned them because the previous owner couldn't afford the team and uh, in 2012 purchased the pelicans or then hornets for 338 million dollars do you know what it's valued at now uh, i'm not sure what it's valued it's got to be a million to bet he's at least doubled his doubled money. money for sure well yeah they very just, least just forbes just in 2014 did evaluations of everything that are now completely obsolete since yeah. steve Ballmer bought the team you gotta think that neo money just having them him there has to make that franchise worth something he was known uh, for when he first bought the saints uh, in the 80s, he would do the Benson boogie on the sidelines <laughs> when they were winning at home games. And uh, I guess Michael Wilbon for years called him Boogie Benson, uh, <laughs> consequently. So old man got some moves. Enough about Benson. Let's get to the players on the team besides Keanu. And now, the starting lineup for your New Orleans Pelicans! Now that we've actually entered the playoffs... I think the, and I forget if I said this on the jazz episode, but the Matt Baker play the youngsters law need not apply in this situation. You need him to get through the long season yeah. for stretches. Yeah. But yeah, it's not it's not time to find out what Luke Babbitt's made out of you know, this year. <laughs> I think we already know what Luke Babbitt's made out of. Uh, well, stumbling across their depth chart, apparently Kendrick Perkins is on the New Orleans Pelicans. Kendrick Perkins. He was in the news saying that uh, Anthony Davis reminded him a lot of KG's game and KD, Kevin Durant's demeanor. Off yeah. the court. Okay. I always thought Durant was just kind of uh, simple and boring <laughs> off the court. Yeah, I was wondering, is that a compliment? <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe it means he won't get into trouble. Really, though, I don't think any of us actually know what Kate, Kevin Durant's like. He gives. He probably, they all probably have like their what they seem to be like, but they're probably not actually like that in real life is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think it's telling that the, his most recent commercials involve him saying absolutely no words, at least while on camera. 
or just like one word, you know, because he's so hard to train to say a sentence in a any sort of like believable, you know, non-completely scarecrow-like way. But anyways, yeah, I think Kendrick Perkins meant it as a compliment. But yeah, the other guys that fill out the starting lineup, you got Drew Holiday. He's been an all-star before. I think it was in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. They acquired through trading the rights for Nerlens Noel on draft night a couple of years ago to the Philadelphia Sixers. Eric Gordon, they acquired from the Chris Paul trade at the Clippers back at, during the lockout. Tyreek Evans, I think they signed as a free agent. Yeah, he'll be he'll be their sixth man. No, he starts a small forward, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah. Well, he did last year. Okay. Yeah, either Gordon or Evans. They're I, all kind of undersized. I feel like Evans is a much better off the bench. Just he can shoot whenever he wants type player. But you're right. He did start. He did start a lot of games last year. Yeah, for he started him. a lot of games small forward. I'm pretty sure. I uh, he's, a, he's like a big body guy, so he can like he can guard a lot of the small forwards. Don't Not like the elite ones very well, but. You know, don't who for- can? Don't forget about their new twenty million dollar man, Alex Ajinka. Who? Three year contract? I think it was a four year, four year, basically okay. five mil a year deal. Wow! Yeah. And the aforementioned Omer Ashik is starting. Ryan Anderson's probably their best guy off the off the bench, depending on how you feel about Luke Babbitt. <laughs> <laughs> the jury's still out on Han Dexter. I think the Pelicans' biggest off season addition was their new coach. Monty Williams, as we said, maybe got did not get the promise that he was offered by making the playoffs, but Gentry took the Suns to the Western Conference most recently. Actually, most recently won a championship with the Golden State Warriors. Right, as the assistant coach. I listened to this podcast that Paul Shirley did for a while, and he talked about Gentry coach. I don't know if he was the head coach at the time, but he said, you know, something to the effect of, you know, what do you think are our chances are this year just talking candidly to the players and he's just like coach doesn't make a damn difference like the team with the best players is gonna win every time you know nice when i have the best players i take credit for it yeah (laughs) it's true though to be honest i don't know much about monty williams demeanor but gentry seems like he's a pretty easy going dude who i don't think is gonna ride him real hard so maybe that's good for i (laughs) he's great with the youngins yeah he's really great best player with the youngins arguably yeah I guess he should win. Omar Asik. Asik, he's the best player, yeah. Or Luke Babbitt. (laughs) Record prediction. What do you have them at? Last year they won 45 games. Last year they were 45 and 37. I have them uh, with a seven-game jump. Whoa. The 52 and 30 this season. Wow. I think this is going to be even more of a turnaround. What seed? They were 11 games. I was thinking 51, though, so that's probably right. What seed do you have them in? We have them. We have them as the seventh seed. 52, I have good for the seventh seed. That's that's a lot of wins. 52 wins get to the seventh seed in the West. Wow. Jeez. I'll say one seed in the East. I'll say 49. I'm not. I'm not willing to give the seventh seed 52 wins. I'll give them 49. Okay. Okay. What do you guys think of that 51? Year? Yeah, I, was thinking, I was thinking 51. Yeah, I'll go 50. <laughs> Just because it was the only number that we didn't say. Well, I didn't look up the odds uh, of Vegas or their over under for the for the season, but I did look up some some other odds. It brings up a man that we talk about every time. Oh, man. Who's that? What the fuck has anything got to do with LeBron James? Bjorn, actually, I I know this is the first time I'm meeting him tonight, but I met him. Uh, 
through the podcast. Met me electronically. Oh yeah, that's on, right. This feels one sided. You guys were talking about Super Bowl bets and prop bets, and, uh, and I my, forgot you were there too, Bob. Well, I was there in my car. Oh yeah, you weren't you there. That was Kevin. Was that right. was yeah, Kevin. A couple of days later, when yeah. you broadcast it. Anyways, I learned that Bjorn is a uh, a sports and poker player. Yep. Gambler. Is that what you do for a living full time? Yep. I just get in there, I fire off my money, and hope get more back. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and you were saying before we started recording that last year you. You put money down on Steph Curry to win the MVP. I did. That was a good bet. I had a couple of losers, but you know, it was a strong. Who else strong did, did you pick? Multiple players? Not. Well, I had. I had like Isaiah Thomas for six man, sixteen to one. He got uh-huh. second. What a jerk! Oh, who won? Lou Williams. Yeah. yeah. I had like Andre Drummond mo- most rebounds per game. Got second. Yeah. Oof. Did be Andre. I'm trying to think of what else I had. I had a couple. Just a couple bets. That, the only MVP bet was Curry, though. Wow. Just seemed strong. Seemed like a great bet. Thirty two to one was just, just a ridiculous price. I had to take it. Well I looked up I looked up the top ten that was according to sportsbank.net on June eighteenth this year. LeBron James, who we mention every time, he's the favorite at four to one. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. And when I, I'm, as I say these, you know, tell me if you would consider or, you know, yeah, not yeah. consider at all that uh, that bet. I wouldn't bet four to one on LeBron just because just uh, it's just right. it's just like too small a price, I think. Well, so many things could happen. Steph, Steph Curry's bounced all the way to second. He's nine to two. So that's like four and a half to one. Yeah, yeah which is no essentially thanks. four to one. Okay, so throw I, I don't that think they're going to repeat what they did last year in the in the same manner. The Warriors probably not going to win sixty seven games. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Uh, Kevin Durant, we have next at five to one. I can't get I can't get down with that or the Westbrook. They're just going to share votes and. I mean, unless one gets hurt, then obviously then the other one's a huge front runner. But can't really predict that. Pelicans star and uh, and Rockets star Harden and and Davis are both at seven to one. Any chance that James Harden wins the MVP ever? I actually think <laughs> I actually going in. I kind of want to bet on him to win. Really? I just think the way he went out last year, he'll probably have a chip on his shoulder. He'll probably play pretty well. It, I mean, he's a stats machine. So he's gonna he's gonna yeah. get he's gonna have the numbers at the end of the year. They're probably gonna have one of the best records. Basically, you need stats and 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 one of the best records to win MVP. That's how you win MVP, right? Yeah, and a decent narrative. Yeah, yeah, and a narrative that just goes with the the moment, I suppose. But that's interesting. I I'm so afraid because the Rockets are actually my my top two teams, and since James Harden started dating Khloe Kardashian this summer, Ooh. I feel like you know. There's no good history. That's true. Of any athlete dating a Kardashian. I didn't put that well into my that calculation. Matter. That was not in. The, that was not in my in my in my calculations. I I might have to. I don't. I don't know if he's seven to one anymore. Bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just be forward. Otherwise, we got four other players on this list. Let's see what you think. Russell Westbrook at ten to one. Yeah, same with your answer. They're just gonna. They'll just share votes. It's 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 just too tough for them. I think. Well, there's three other names on this list: fourteen to one and two eighteen to ones. Can you? I wouldn't have guessed two out of three of them. Any guesses from anybody? Well, Brow's probably one, right? Did we talk about Brow? Brow was oh, we seven talked to about one. Okay. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is not on there. Mellow. There is a Clipper, a Spur, and a bull. Aldridge. CP3, Aldridge, and in a bull. Then Rose, I guess. Rose, Jimmy Butler, no. Rose, Rose. Leonard, 
Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, really? Wow. See, I don't think Kawhi can win it. Kawhi can't win it, I think, because he doesn't have, he doesn't put up the stats to do it. Yeah, and the Spurs aren't really the, conducive to putting up the stats. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I I think on a bad team, Kawhi put up numbers, but that's just not how they play. So I don't think he could. He's going to put up the numbers. So any of these bets? And by the way, um, what did you think of Anthony Davis's odds? Is he seven one? I mean. I think he was. I realistically, I if I had to pick one person that I think is going to win, it's either Harden or Brown next year. Those guys are just Brown's going to leap. Even I think Brown's going to take a bigger leap than he already has. And yeah. after the end of this year, you're gonna, like, there's not even a discuss. If there is a discussion right now, if he's a top three player, there there won't be a discussion of that. That yeah. that discussion will be over. I totally agree with that. You know what's quickly becoming my favorite segment of the show. And now it's time for a personal anecdote with Matt Baker. I don't think it, I think it is already cemented as your favorite segment. Yeah, maybe maybe so. I think that that we're going to have a lot of fans who write in about this too with questions mm-hmm. for you. I can't wait. By the way, uh, for Br- Brickhouse listeners, Matt has continued to wear the James Harden Arizona State shirt for. Like an entire week now of podcast, weeks worth of days of yeah. podcasting these previews. Yeah. It takes a lot of time to do these previews, and I uh, hope you're watching that shirt in between <laughs> yeah. sessions. I am. But it looks good. Looks hey, good thanks. on you. Thanks. You know, Bjorn already uh, threw out the idea that there's pinatas in New Orleans, but let's go with it. You know, maybe there's. There some, might be. You know, there really will might be. kids in New Orleans, too. <laughs> That's Come true. On. All right. All right. Anyways, in the spirit of festivity of New Orleans, my question for the personal anecdote today is, Matt, if you could have anything come out of a piñata, this is a piñata, could be any size, you know, one thing, and you get to keep it, what would it be? Like any, there's no restrictions? I said the one thing is you can't wish for a magic lamp and wish for infinity wishes. Because that's just boring. <laughs> and there's always a rule against that, you know. Yeah, the usually. genie. The genie. We all know. If we know one thing about genies, is they do not allow. Yeah, they have a finite. Yeah, uh, and window. if Aladdin taught us anything, if you're nice, you'll use that third wish on setting the genie free. Right. That's what he does. Right. Yeah, I think so. Aladdin does. Yeah. 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 Yeah, maybe one of these top teams will be uh, Aladdin, Matt. Don't know. Anyways, so oh, wow. you're you're dodging the question here. I didn't realize that all restrictions were off. What do I like? Well, there's not going to be a private jet in a pinata, Matt. Yeah, Let's no. Be realistic. I know. My, my original thought was because I had them this morning and I might go back and get them again. <laughs> Donuts. Like is it just, anything you can well no that's what anything you can want he's like well i had these earlier today but i guess i'd want them more in the pinata no no but that's, that's why worth like three dollars but that's why i real i didn't realize that it like any that it could be anything else. plus they'd hit the ground that's just not <laughs> yeah it's not sanitary <laughs> you know i i live in a i live in a apartment that does not have air conditioning at all Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, we did a podcast. We, we did, did the a, podcast from there. We did a podcast there, there and I, good thing I brought another shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think practicality, practical-wise, I would I would want to hit a pinata and have an air conditioner fall out of it. Wow, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I 
it threw me off because I, I didn't realize that was uh, this is really turning out. Donuts and air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, He's a simple man. <laughs> yeah. I have an extra AC in my garage. You just ask, man. Just ask. Can you put it in a pinata <laughs> like first? A pinata. Yes. We're gonna have to construct a, a pinata that has some uh, some sound structural integrity. <laughs> to hold the air conditioner. Well, but everything I like would be really weird to come out of a pinata. Like I like, call- like donuts and the air conditioner weren't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's what I. What if you smashed a pinata and donuts came out? <laughs> That'd be awesome. I don't even know. But I like college basketball. I don't want. I don't want to. <laughs> Just say money. All right, Matt. Well. Can't all uh, be winners. Remind me never to ask you the pinata question again. On the next episode of Brick House. Next team coming up on the Brick House preview. It's the Dark Horse. This is my Dark Horse Eastern Conference threat to LeBron. They star in the NBA player who's most compared to a dinosaur. And their GM is basically a Martin Scorsese movie character. We'll find out who that is on the next episode of Brick House. Thank you.